When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Holly Roberts for Hour One. Yeah. Don DeLuise uh, got the Candid Camera show when he was 58. That's great. Donna, you could be still years away from your candid camera break. Isn't that amazing when you find out that somebody got a job so late in life? Like Regis Philbin got live when he was like 50 years old. But the difference is Dom DeLuise was already a star. Sure. Understood. Just like me. I like that. Yay! (laughs) That was fun. Oh, man. This is the casino tour, man. Before you get into today's a big day. Yeah, you know? today's the date. What? Do you want to do you want to start with yours? Yeah, let me just start. Or start with mine. I will just tell you that uh President Biden is officially ending the COVID-19 health emergency in the US today. Okay. Um I believe he had said in January that May 11th would be the date. So, here we are. And that comes less than a week after the um the World Health Organization ended the global health emergency. So here's what the change means. Um, You know, this is as close as you're going to get to saying the pandemic is over. The reality is there are no fixed borders on a pandemic. COVID is not going anywhere, but the damage it's doing to humans is declining. It's not that it's not still doing damage. It's just we're going to treat COVID as a disease that's here to stay rather than a quote-unquote emergency. Um, and epidemiologists and medical historians, uh, historians, excuse me, believe the virus has transitioned into something that's m- maybe more predictable and less dangerous. So that's basically that's where cool. we are. Now, listen, there are still uh, 1,100 deaths due to COVID per week. And that's still, to me, a pretty big deal. That's still too high. But there were a lot of changes with laws and rules that were based on COVID being classified as a uh, medical emergency. Um, So this is going to be all over the news. So just wanted to start with that because that's a pretty big deal for us. Three years later. I mean, if we would have told us back in March. do Do you remember back in March of 2020? It was it was before the world shut down, but maybe like a week or a week and a half before. 
we um, got the go-ahead from our boss. She, like, sent a note out and was like, by the way, like, you guys can and should start talking about this. You know, because we try to be entertainment and, you know, be your uh, an escape for you. Yeah. But then it became so big. Mm-hmm. And I remember an email of her saying, like, you could talk about this and it's okay if you don't understand it all. And this is what people were talking about. And would we have thought three years later Mm-mm. that, you know, that we'd still be thinking about it? I remember when I went out to dinner with a friend in, I guess it was probably, it was either late 2020 or early 21. And we went to a restaurant and we were in masks. And then you could take your mask off once you got to the booth, you know. And I remember we had the conversation, what do you think is more likely? Five years from now, will we be saying to young kids, no, 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 really, you used to not have to wear a mask? Or five years from then, would we be saying, no, 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 really, we used to have to wear Mm -hmm. a mask? And Mm -hmm. we could not make heads or tails of what the future would be right. with masking and those things. And this is, again, like late 2020, early 21, when it just felt so like... Yeah, like, like where are we? Future? What direction are we going? And, you know, it's interesting because I just made a mental note. I am seeing more people with masks on lately, like in grocery stores, Costco, mm-hmm. that type of thing, than I have seen in the past couple of months. Like so many people. It's, you know, it's just... I guess where you are well, in life. Think, or... I think, yeah, probably where you are. And it might be a COVID thing some of the time. And it might also just be that the the stigma, though everybody has, there's, a, I get it, there's split opinions on masking and all that stuff. But the stigma about wearing masks pre-2020, mm-hmm. it was like, what is this person wearing a mask for? And right. I think people have all around the world, not just you. You would see it a lot in Asian countries before where it felt much 100%. more typical. You'd see Michael Jackson doing it. Yeah, right. Remember and, that? Uh, and I think that now it's just like, hey, if you feel like you could get sick somewhere, there's a bunch of people around, whatever. You yeah. got a bunch of masks, put a mask I mean, on. Why not? I mean, you see people wearing masks when they're painting, when they're, you know, trying to protect themselves from things like that. So we know it works. Yeah. Or, you know, you're protecting others. Right. I mean, so it's just or like, that. hey, I, you know, whenever I see a mask out. In public, I'm just like, you know what? You're self, Thank you. you're self caring, yeah, and you're taking care of me exactly, right? Yes, so the self care is... and community care, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. High five. Ugh, yes, ah! Okay. Now a decidedly less important story. <laughs> Have you seen this, Donna? I what? saw what you put in there. I did not look at it. Okay, I, asked I wanted you, I asked to you be not surprised. to click on it. Okay. There was a uh, a, 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 a Swedish composer. Excuse me, a Welsh composer. Pardon me. Sir Carl Jenkins, who has broken his silence after photos of him at the coronation went viral. Some people thought that his distinct look was actually the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, in disguise. Oh Donna, you now, have, you now have permission to click on the link. Okay, here I go. Clicky linky. Oh, Wow. <laughs> so here's the thing. The internet started getting a laugh out it of this. It looks like were... Rip Taylor. No, what's his name? Rip, Rip, yeah, Rip, Rip Taylor. Taylor. Rip yeah. Taylor? Throwing, yes. Yeah, throwing the confetti yes. around everywhere. Yes. 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 Is Rip Taylor, was he in uh, The Wizard of Oz? Because uh, no. he looks like the Wizard of Oz guy, oh, too, at the end. No, that's Frank Morgan. Frank Morgan, <laughs> uh-huh. who ends up being the wizard. Well, here's yeah. the thing. If you cannot see Sir Carl Jenkins right now, uh, Sir Carl Jenkins has... 
a, uh, a long whitish blonde hair down to about shoulder length, kind of long for for a lot of dudes. Thick rimmed glasses that almost look disguisey, like the Groucho Marx, you know, nose and mustache. And speaking of mustache, a big old mustache. The mustache has Gene Shallot vibes, but it's white. And so people started joking online, <laughs> imagining who that was in disguise, because certainly that looks like a disguise, according to the internet. Wow. So he had to go on TikTok. <laughs> he had to say, hey, guys, I uh, just need to come out and say it. Um, this is me. This is actually my face. I was quite surprised that some people thought I was Meghan Marco in disguise. Somebody wrote that I was there to steal the crown jewels. I look this way all the time. And about my mustache, I've had the mustache since I was 18 years old. It was very trendy then. So that's me. Nothing sinister about it. Nothing surprising. Other people thought that it was former President Donald Trump in disguise. It's got kind of a David Crosby vibe. Yeah. David Crosby for sure. Um, somebody else said, I refuse to believe that this is not one of the Beastie Boys. So, <laughs> so they were having a little fun with that. But anyway, uh, it was not Meghan Markle there in disguise. That was an actual Welsh composer who was invited to the coronation because one of his songs was going to be played one of his songs that he composed would be played during the coronation okay uh it's a <laughs> thursday and we're going to do a little throwback thursday today at 11 30 we'll find out what rocco has in store for us at that time 10 30 we'll play the college of pop culture knowledge uh we have all sorts of good stuff to get to today but when we come back um sad news out of the world of soap operas yes. that came out last night so we'll get into um who passed away uh and in addition to that some disney and hulu news streaming stuff is weird and mandy patinkin goes on a little rant while picketing with striking writers we'll get to hear that when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk hey guys welcome back Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Oh, I hate this news. I'm so sad. Um, Jacqueline Zeman, Jackie Zeman, who was the longtime general hospital actress who played the role of Bobby Spencer, passed away. Hmm. She was 70 years old. Uh, her death was announced by the show's. Executive producer Frank Valentini uh, last night, and there's just no other information other than she passed away. She, if you don't remember, she was the one with the curly red hair, and I always thought she was so pretty. And she was still on the show up to like currently. Yeah. Yes, wow. I believe so. And um, yeah, they said just like her character, the legendary Bobby Spencer, she was a bright light and true professional that brought so much positive energy with her work, uh, with her to work. And um, yeah, I don't know anything else, but boy, oh boy. I mean, she had been on that show for a very long time. I Just to give you an idea, I started watching General Hospital when I was in the hospital. When in, you were 12. Yeah, 13. 13. Yep, and it was the summer of 1980. And I just became hooked on that uh, soap for a while. But And she was born in Englewood, New Jersey, which is not far from where I was born. And, um, yeah, she continued in the role for more than 800 episodes over 50 years. She's got two daughters uh, who uh, uh, she survived by, Cassidy and Lacey, so... Very sad news in the world of uh, soaps. Well, what's interesting about 
watching a when you see a celebrity pass you have all sorts of different feelings of connection you might feel one way when there's a movie star who passes away one way when it's a sitcom star perhaps something interesting though and different with a soap opera because soap operas have been on forever and very often these characters like in the case of jackie zeman have been on your television five days a week for decades and so i get it they're soap operas right these are far-fetched stories and they hype up the drama and all that but there's a connection that you feel just from the 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 sheer prolific nature of how much they've been on your television screen. Yeah. Isn't it funny how so many of us as kids, and I can't imagine like Adeline sitting down and watching Days of Our Lives today. Days was what I grew up watching. Yeah, me too. I watched and so many of them as the world turns, the I, doctors. We did, um, we did Days and then right after Days. Santa Barbara? No, do you remember uh, in the late 90s, mid-90s, they came out with Passions? Yes, I oh, do. Oh, that was out of control. That show, <laughs> wow. That was that was like they took a bet and said, you don't think we can out-soap opera soap operas? <laughs> you just watch us. Uh, but I remember, you know, like watching, you know, Marlena. Of course, we were all with her in prayer through her demonic... Uh, that's when I left the show. That's when <laughs> that's I could when not. That's when dip out. Donna's I out. Dipped, I was like, okay. Donna, I, I, I could not I've leave the show. All. How did you leave Days of Our Lives during the, the, the demon possession of Marlena <laughs> at the hands of that evil son of a bitch, Stefano? I feel my French. bad for the actress, Deidre Hall, that she had to, she had to, what's the word I'm looking for? Lower herself to that because the script called for it. Lower herself. Donna, this is a, this was a role that you could only entrust to your most trustworthy, versatile actor to say, hey, Marlena, instead of reading lines and then just a smoldery stare into the camera, we're going to have you act like you're demon-possessed for a while. <laughs> Are you okay with that? And she was up to the challenge. Now, there were some rather dramatic moments, but it was great. I mean, it was... It was incredible. Didn't Stefano have her like locked up somewhere? I mean, it was nuts, man. Then she ended up on an island somewhere. Things got know. wild. I don't remember. I I, quit. Co- I couldn't detach. It's interesting because I think that was the summer of '94. I think. Wow. And so I would have been ten years old, about to turn eleven. I mean, and so now I'm trying to envision Grayson, my ten-year-old boy, saying like, "Dad, did you see what happened on Days today?" And my mom would always wax poetic about, like, sands through the hourglass. So, so are the days, days of our lives. I'm McDonald Carey. She would always say, and that the, the voice of the guy who was doing that. McDonald what, Carey. Was, he, so McDonald Carey was a former actor on the show, correct? He was a current actor on the show. He was I don't think the by Hortons. 94 he was. Oh, you're probably right. She would he say may like, have even passed away. I think he had. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Past. So he played Grandma. It was Grandma and Grandpa Horton. So he was the grandmother, grandfather of hope. Wow, we're doing oh, it. We're yeah, doing the hope. thing. We're doing the thing. There was hope, hope and, deep dive. Hope and Bo and Billy. 
And then there was a bit of a love triangle thing. And I remember when my mom was like, oh, when Hope came back, again, 94, 95, she was explaining to me who Hope was. Because Hope, as I understand it, was off the show for a little while. And then she returns. But Billy... Billy, who was played by, what's her name, from Real Housewives, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Lisa. Lisa Rinna. Yep. Billy had gotten together with Bo, but then when Hope came back into the picture, Bo was interested in Hope. I don't know if they had a previous fling prior to that, but there was a love triangle situation, is my point. And then that freaking John. John, who loved Marlena. John Black. John, yeah. And every time he would come in, Marlena... <laughs> And it was always, I never heard him speak like I'm speaking right now in full throat. Oh, wow. You almost sound like Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. Oh. And then he always, <laughs> always would end, end a scene always with that smolder. And he would look at Marlena. And then it was always I squinted smolder. And I thought, this guy's got so much on his plate. Because he works in law enforcement, right? I mean, he's he's got a lot that he has to handle. Before him, it was Roman who was Marlena's... What? Uh, husband and he was still around. Didn't Roman end? Did he lose an he eye? Was he under a, an eye patch situation? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I that's think patch. So. That's General Hospital. Oh, oh my God! Are you sure? I think Roman wore a patch. You might be right. I'll look it up. Yo, you can't go wrong with a patch on a soap. Thank you. All right, Steve's gonna look it up. We're gonna have to go. Um, we do some other stories to get to. Oh, what is this fake news about Jamie Fox? Ooh. I saw something trending last night on Twitter, and I was like, what? And then I got all worried about it, and then I thought, maybe this feels fake, but I don't know. Because right. information's so tough to get. Let's do that, and let's also talk about uh, Mandy Patinkin going yeah. on a rant. Yeah, we'll all get right. to Disney Hulu news later, yeah, guys. Okay. It's the least important of what we have to share with you. Uh, stick around. It's the Don and Steve experience on my Tuck 107. What? Baby! Hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve for the Canopy Group. Uh, They're helping Minnesotans right now who have seen their premiums go up with their homeowner's insurance, auto insurance. Let me ask you this. Have you noticed that your premiums have gone up? There could be a reason behind that. Now, explain. There are some insurance companies who have been overexposed in Minnesota these last few years. And there have been situations of hail and wind damage, storm damage, etc., when claims go up, and then this insurance companies, when they have to pay out these claims, then premiums kind of go up for everybody, not just those involved with the claims. However, the Canopy Group has 16, count them, one, six different insurance companies that they partner with, so that, guess what? They can look to the ones that are not overexposed in Minnesota, who have not had to raise their premiums. What does that turn into for you? A super easy way for you to save Money For you to start saving on your homeowners and auto, all you got to do is go to thecanopygroup.com, click get a free quote. New customers save on average over $800 when they make the switch. Thecanopygroup.com. Hey, guys. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. So, Jamie Foxx, what do you got? I was on Twitter last night, and really? Jamie Foxx was trending. I'm I'm impressed that you were on Twitter. Yeah, I check Twitter. I never post on Twitter. Oh, I see. Okay. You lurk. I lurk. I use it as like a news source. Yeah. Okay. And usually bad news, but like when there is news that breaks, you'll see that you know you'll find it trending there. Um. But anyway, it was some outlets that were saying, and they didn't strike me as the most credible outlets. I hadn't really heard of them before, um, so I didn't have a good track record on it. But they were essentially saying that, you know, a source said that 
Jamie Foxx's family and friends are preparing for the worst following his medical emergency. Oh, no. But that was, like, legitimately as deep as the story went. So people on Twitter were trying to parse through that and say, is this a thing or is this not a thing? Is this someone you can you can say that you're a source and you and it's like you could say whatever you want. And then there's suddenly a story. Now, we heard this last week. There were hints of like what's still going on with Jamie Foxx. And then he, on his Instagram page, there was a post that said, like, appreciate the prayers and love feeling blessed. We didn't know if that was posted right. by Jamie Foxx or if it was um, posted by someone from his camp. But I just got so nervous when I saw him trending, and I thought, oh, is this going to be a bad news thing? And so it was It was bad news and that you heard from this quote-unquote source that they are still holding out hope for a full recovery, but that they are preparing for the worst. But then the more I dug into it, I couldn't find anything beyond those two sentences. Okay. And so it, I'm just saying there's some, like, it seems unsubstantiated you know, I always turn to TMZ in these situations. Love TMZ or loathe TMZ for the kind of content they put out there. They have a pretty good track record for being reliable in these sort of situations. They didn't have anything. And so if you see Twitter news, I would just say take it with a grain of salt. There have been all sorts of celebrity death hoaxes before and stuff like that that circulate on Twitter. But still, wasn't even though I am taking it with a grain of salt, to say the least, it wasn't the kind of... Yeah, you still don't News want to see that headline. Three. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing lots of, um, like, 22 minutes ago, how the actor is doing during hospitalization. Two hours ago, health updates, family hoping for the best. Yeah, but prepared. that's what you were talking about. And they're about. all sort of posting this article based on an initial Report. website putting an article out there. So then, like, Yahoo, Yahoo News, they don't even have to, like, write the article. It's like they, They're much, just boom. cut and paste, right? They're not doing their own you know, journalistic investigation. investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so I don't know, I guess the question would be, will we hear from Jamie Foxx or his camp again today as they did last week when news started to circulate that felt negative? Do they want to change that narrative at all and offer any information? But they were, there was one little write up that was talking about Jamie Foxx and his ability during his career to stay very private about his family life. They said, if you look back on his interviews, He'll wax poetic about his profession and have fun with people and all of that, but he doesn't say much about his personal life. One of them had linked up to an old interview where he was talking with a former ESPN uh, studio show host named Michael Smith, journalist, mm-hmm. and he was preparing for a celebrity all-star game ahead of the NBA all-star game a couple years ago. And he said, hey, how about... uh?" For Valentine's Day, were were you and Katie Holmes doing like real practice, playing a game together, kind of like a real life love and basketball? When the guy who he had a good rapport with up to that point said the the words Katie Holmes, Jamie Foxx still just looking, just slowly mm-hmm. smiled, took his headset off, stood up, they unmiked him, and he walked away. And I I referenced that, and the article was referencing that to say they have a track record the 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 Fox camp for being really tight-lipped about personal matters and so we've asked the question before isn't this compelling in a way that we haven't heard anything nothing about why he was in the hospital outside of it was a medical complication that's all we know and so yeah, everybody's but the making more secretive guesses. you are about it the more people are going to speculate and come up with their own conclusions 
you know, I'm sure there's some blind items about this. Mm-hmm. In the absence of fact comes conspiracy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I wonder, too, and again, um, each family gets to make their own decision. Certainly when you're a celebrity like this, what a difficult scenario is to, what information to communicate and how. But I wonder, you know, if they, is there a way that they can communicate someone from their camp? Here was what, here's what it was. He suffered a blank. Was it a heart thing? Was it a stroke thing? Was but it a brain thing? Why would thing? that have to be a secret? I, I think it's right. something a little more complicated. Yeah. People are speculating about drug use and things of that nature. I saw another rumor last night that said it was uh, may have been a heart thing after he blew up at someone close in his inner circle who had done him wrong i mean the internet is throwing levels he needs to keep his stress down yeah spaghetti noodles being thrown against the wall seeing if it happens to stick or not and so yeah um yeah take all the jamie fox news with a grain of salt and we uh we continue to hope good things for him for sure curious to watch in these coming weeks yeah all right so now what's going on with the writer's strike well, they're continuing to pick it, of course. We're, what are we, just over a week, a little week and a half yeah. into the writer's strike. And you've been seeing more and more different celebrities, different actors going out and picketing with striking workers. So uh, we have some video of Mandy Patinkin. And he. it looks like somebody's taking a video of him. It looks like he is delivering this speech to someone else's camera. Someone had suggested maybe he's talking to like a Netflix executive i don't think there's an executive that's out there this is to a camera like hey send this message to all the brass that's not paying up paying the writers the way that they should you'll enjoy a little um fun music in the background and here's mandy <laughs> patinkin going full throat intelligence don't be stupid make sure you take care of people you guys who make millions and millions of dollars for god's sake without the writers we're nothing they create the stories that make our What do you take away? The song? The song was a little um, forward. Dixieland forward. (laughs) Dixieland jazz forward. Yeah, I would have turned the gain down a touch. That being said, what a song. I know, I think there's probably someone playing on the street. You think that? I don't well, think yeah, they added yeah. that to the video. Oh, no, that was no, that, no. that music was coming live. No, I, I know it was coming live, oh, but I, oh, I think oh, it was what? coming from like a stereo or a speaker. But you think maybe there might have been a lot. Can we hear it one more time? Let's hear it. And, and what sure. instrument is this? A saxophone? Well, uh, trumpet? Trumpet? I trumpet? Okay. Don't be stupid. Make sure you take care of people. Don't be stupid. Make millions and millions of dollars. For God's sake, without the writers, we're nothing. It sounds like a little jazz band. Yeah, Princess and the Frog. I feel very good. Uh, yeah, but you know his message. The writers make the stories. That yes, they touch our, our hearts. hearts. Yes. They make our hearts speak. And yet, he, you know, here he is saying, "You guys are making millions of dollars. Why can't you pay these people who are the ones creating the story that you're making the money off of?" Yeah, I'm all for this strike. It's. It, these, yeah, these guys mm-hmm. need to get paid. That's just not right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, uh, and usually it's like a, very often a team of writers that is coming in on a show and they're just working tirelessly. I even saw this a little bit uh, when I was working on 
Ring Nation, there was a table of writers. They were they were together every day because all the videos that were submitted, they had to then sort of write a story around it, and they're spitballing jokes with each other. And, I mean, the writers were always at their computer, always typing. So, And you're under instance, such deadlines for some of these shows, oh, sure. like Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. You know, I just I can't even ma- imagine that kind of pressure. Right. Yeah, and then it's got to be tough too when you realize I'm writing the thing that's making that everybody's laughing and thinking, "Oh, that person is so funny." And they may in fact deliver it in a really funny way, but it takes two to tango. Yeah. Um and yes, these when you hear about the gazillions of dollars that they're spending to bring in all this different talent and to acquire different titles that they can show and all that, very reasonable and for you, writers to be like, dude, and you need give these, us more. Yeah, and you need the, I, I feel like you need these big stars to advocate for you because that's what's getting the attention when you've got an actor who's, you know, standing on the picket line and saying the things that need to be said. Do you think they're listening to, to the writers? They're not the ones making the news. Yeah, right and, a, and a lot of actors doing press out there. They're, they're not doing press in solidarity with the writer's strike. You can see headlines that are rolling through through the trades every once in a while. Like so-and-so is not doing interviews in solidarity with the writers. With the writers. I love it. I love it. I got to go. Where? I don't know. Yeah, where are you going, Doug? I don't know. Do I just mean? thought maybe I'd go get a cup we, of coffee or something. Will you come back? We're, we're on until back, noon. Man. We got I... picked up. We're a three-hour show today. Damn. Uh, let's see. I I, I, now we have to shift some stuff around here. There's a lot yeah, of stuff Yeah, we've got a lot of shifting. Uh, th- what do you want to do when we, we start, You back. started going on a deep dive on uh, the soap operas. Soap opera memory lane. Donna. What? It was a beautiful moment. They sucked me in. What do you want me to do? I know. All right. Now, since we're off topic and we have 30 seconds that we can use before we go to break, how about this funny Instagram post that I saw earlier? Remember fourth grade PE when you ran a five-minute mile in street clothes and then you went directly to math? <laughs> no, because I was the kid who walked. No. I, I wasn't a good runner either. No, walker. Yeah, no. Didn't want my clothes to get smelly. Rude. Oh, whereas I was like, it was me. I was lined up against Greg, Garrett, Chooch. Wait, we had to wear gym suits. Oh, it must be nice. And we it had was, whatever and you the gym in. suit was, it had your last name embroidered in the back. Whoa. And oh. then you had a, it was like short, it was like a onesie. It was blue and it snapped all the way down the bottom and the legs were elastic. Oh, that sounds kind of cute. So they kind of yeah. gathered up. I kind of want to wear this. one now. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you guys what snaps I mean. all the way down the front? All the way down the front, yes. Oh, my god! So you just snap it off and then you, you change very quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we didn't have a locker room. There wasn't a single no. shower. It was just you wear whatever clothes you're in. I think we changed behind the stage or something. Wow. What part of Bel Air was this in? Oh, that you had this okay. li- I mean, I'm sorry, but you're putting on special clothes for exercise. It was whatever like a you rule. were dressed in that morning. You wore it, and then to your stinking point, Holly, <laughs> you just stank the rest of the day. Yeah, that's why I refused. I was you, that kid that was you were like, the protest no. walker. I was a protest walker. No. You remember I, the president's challenge, right? Wasn't it the president's yes. fitness challenge? Oh, my God. I tried Love doing that. it a few years ago. Those pull ups. I had my oh. coworker pull the chair out from under me as I was holding on to a bar to do a pull-up. 
I literally fell right down as soon as the chair <laughs> no. was <Yeah>. removed. <laughs> yeah, that was obnoxious. I'm like, fine, I'm going to grip here for two seconds. Bye. Bye. I fail. Get out of here. I accept. Oh, I, I fail. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Bye. All right. Uh, speaking of bye, we got to go. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be see something, say something. Doja Cat made an admission <laughs> about the last two albums that you've heard. Uh, this seems kind of weird. Also, Donna, I found a list of the weirdest questions that we have been asking chat GPT to this point. And guess what one of them was? Ooh, oh, you're going to hate wait. it. And I loved it. We'll get into that. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, boy. Doja Cat's got things to say. What's up with this? Okay, so uh, let me hit this first. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, let me start with this. First of all, Doja Cat says her last two albums were cash grabs. And fans fell for it. <laughs> she said, now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop. So, of course, fans were upset and they were confused, especially since those albums include her breakthrough hit Say So and the Grammy winning Kiss Me More with Siza and... She followed up this announcement about the Cash Grab albums with the title of her next album, which is called First of All. Don't know if that's a Cash Grab or not. But do you remember we listened to a TikTok video of Doja Cat talking about that we were going to start seeing a jingle that she did for Taco Bell's Mexican pizza? And she said, one word for you, contractual. (laughs) And she says she made it terrible on purpose. So she's got some kind of beef either with her management or her record company or I I don't know. She needs she might need to say more. I would think so. But they if they're cash grabs, they're not doing too bad. People like the music. Okay, let me just read you the the jingle lyrics. also i think it's SZA. i just want to say that i don't think so i think it's SZA, the reason i say the reason i say that is because our bumper music has in parentheses phonetically size in giant letters dash uh really yeah <gasps> i've always Spelled, said SZA. I, I okay so, so this is the first time that you tried it as SZA. Only because... I, right, I understand. The phonetic thing that you saw. Yeah. I've always thought it's SZA. It's spelled S-Z-A, correct? Correct. <sighs> you do know. a deep dive on that, and I will read you the lyrics to the Taco Bell pizza. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh. Dramatically. Okay. <clears throat> Dramatically. Yeah, I got beans. Ah! I need ah. meat. I need a shell with the sauce and cheese. Give you hell if you cross me. We bout to throw hands if you want to try me. This ain't been new. I will end you if you ever dare go. Discontinued. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. They discontinue menu items sometimes. Oh. Oh, yes. I eat. I eat. I eat. I like my pizza with refried beans. Peep my ad. 
Search YouTube. <laughs> this ain't even Mexican food. But Oh, she added like a lyric, I think, when she was like mad. Anyway, there you go. Doja Cat. Not according, liking her albums. According to Elite Daily, who wrote an entire article about how to pronounce the artist's name spelled S-Z-A. Oh, great. It is, you were right originally, Donna. It's SZA. Pronounced S-I-Z-Z-A is okay. how they put it in quotes. We should probably tell They say, boss. it's SZA, not yeah, ZA or it's, Zay. It's SZA. Listen. SZA. She's a beautiful SZA on a poetry. Okay. Like RZA. Like RZA. That's what mm-hmm. I always thought. From Wu-Tang Clan. And then I saw it yesterday and I went, oh, I've hmm. been saying that person's name wrong. This isn't the the last celebrity that we'll go through. We've done all sorts of things that we've learned d- during our five years together on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and rumor has it from the Daily Mail okay. that Rihanna and Aesop Rocky named their baby boy RZA. RZA? Yes. yes. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. How about that? Got that. That's um, nice. Um, Steve Buscemi. Right. Ooh, and, yeah. and Rihanna. Rihanna, not Rihanna. Recall. Right. Adele. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I read you mispronouncing my name this whole time. It's Adele. We're like, uh, Adele, we're not, we're not hearing it. Right. Um, we've been abusing chat GPT. Chat GPT, you can ask it all kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. So they put this list together today. What are some of the weirdest questions that we have asked chat GPT? The first one, the first one on the list, Donna. Can you help me write a love letter to a blank fill in the blank uh a prostitute there it is okay donna playboy playmate donna what lady person donna <laughs> can you only help fans me? cam girl no oh. celebrity a cat classmate i, I would like this can you help <laughs> me write associate. a love letter to a blank uh agent <laughs> leave herb out of it <laughs> to Freaking a tree herb. Uh, Can you uh, help me write a love letter to a tree? Well, yeah, Arbor Day has already passed. Yeah, nice try, Steve. So I asked it. My dearest hybrid poplars and Austri willows. (laughs) Oh, jeez. As I sit under your graceful canopy, my heart is filled with immense gratitude and affection. You've grown so quickly, thriving in the embrace of the land we call home. Hmm. Today I find myself compelled to express my deep love for you, my magnificent arboreal companions. <laughs> I love this, Donna. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to read one last no, line. Oh, boy. There's one last line from the second oh, paragraph, I... of which there are a total of five. <laughs> from the moment I laid eyes on you, tiny saplings full of promise. Ew. I knew our connection was special. This is so true for me, Donna. I know. It's, it's fun to watch things grow. I get it. My... It is. It's it's beautiful. The tree, I was walking around this morning, I was like, look at all the trees in the neighborhood. With like, They just look like it's July now. A week ago, it was like they were like little dots on the branches. Now they're full big leaves. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. What if I told you I can sense the times that you say it and don't mean it? <laughs> no, I'm happy for you. Hmm. Okay. That is That is sincere. Did you go on a walk this morning? I did not because I had house guests and, oh, okay. you know, we had a bathroom situation we had to organize. And um, I know that the answer is going to be <laughs> don't worry about it, but 
Who are your weeknight house guests? Oh, really? I'm just saying, what are you? Throwing dinner parties what now? Right in a book? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just asking a question. Uh, my brother and a friend of his. Oh, that's right. So, a Bones in town. Yes. A Bones. Andrew. All right. We Andy. can go with that. That's great. Um, hey Holly, we're gonna we're gonna put you out of your misery and let you leave this show now. <laughs> oh great! It's like the end of Old Killer. Yep. No, it won't. Uh, Mike's coming in. We'll find out if he's rabid. We've got a dirt alert coming your way. Donna's snapping, which is always fun. And uh, we have music news. Swifties may have fallen for something and yep. made someone accidentally kind of a bestseller. It's a funny story. That's next.